Welcome to the Blunt Letters Podcast. I'm your host, Electric, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michaela Superstar. Yeah. And we have a special guest, Scientist, Scientist Sarah. Sarah. She's back. AKA MC Short Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> say what up. Hello. We so what's both. up? You asked her to say it. Now you got to tell her, Electric, what's up? We're doing another episode tonight, and today we're doing all about science. We brought our science expert back, scientist Sarah. Back by popular demand, because we actually did have multiple demands to bring our scientists back. There were people honestly were like, yeah, 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 yeah. You talking out of your ass is great, but could you bring the scientists back and do more science stuff, but with people who like new science? (laughs) (laughs) So after many requests, yeah, we brought scientists back we only know like two Two. that's kind of a lot though i mean unless you're like me and you work right yeah for a scumbag yeah it's no just for not a scum sorry i like a that's not who you are um (laughs) b but it's kind of unusual to unless you're but i guess if you're in the bay area you probably know some scientists and then i mean i used to know more when i lived there yeah yeah it's true we I guess both? I still know that guy. It's just he weirded me out. And the flirting got weird. And then I was like, well, we shouldn't see each other. <laughs> we gotcha. both met our scientist friends before you were official scientists. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. You were scientists in training at the time. But I met your scientist friend after. And you met my scientist friend after. True that. We both brought scientists to the table. I feel we knew another scientist am i crazy was it doctor who <laughs> it might be we'll have to find out the doctor yeah i don't fucking know man I'll, it'll come to me didn't we know someone who was a rocket scientist oh i met a girl who was studying to be an astrophysicist is that what i you used mean? to i yeah yes she's not and... officially astrophysicist what the fuck i feel like close enough and then honorable scientist i don't know what you call that i worked for a rocket scientist who had patents with nasa that's what i'm thinking of the fucking temescal cafe used to be owned by a rocket scientist that was like oh i'm so smart i'm gonna retire with my money and start a fucking cafe because it'll be relaxing and that kids is how not always the smart people are smart in all the ways you can be smart because golly it sure isn't relaxing to run a restaurant in big city (laughs) You found that out. No, not if you need your money. (laughs) Or you just don't want to lose money. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's breaking evens hard enough, man. Yeah, he wanted to profit. And I was like, you're out of your damn mind. And yeah, sold it eventually. But he was a scientist. Anyway, they are hard to come by. Guys are busy. They're much busier than most people. And then you can't argue with them because they're usually doing something important. And you can't be like, shut up come out and fucking hang out with fucking joy and they're just like no i'm actually doing things in my life and you're like oh right honestly though if this is what your friends are saying they're lame i mean no they're not i said no i can't talk to you because i'm just important (laughs) (laughs) i'm paraphrasing okay well i'm i know better than to be like come on down drive three hours down drink vodka with me you're gonna be like i have things to do and i'd be like right 
Yeah. Um, I'd totally do that if I didn't have to work. So on some weekend, I would okay. absolutely yeah, you're do saying that. It the nice way. Yeah, you're saying yeah. it the nice way. That's a nice way <laughs> of saying it, but I'm saying it the, the, the tactless way. I have to go watch a whale. I always thought I'd be like a biologist that just watches stuff. I thought that's a cool job. I think job. that's you like a lot of it, right? Observation. One Observation day. is? Yeah. And I just thought it'd be cool. We call it a zoologist or whatever, or just, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You just like pick thing. something. Be like, I just fucking love pandas. And I am going to spend the rest of my life looking at pandas and like watching them fuck and watching them eat and watching them puke and then seeing what the puke is and then like seeing what's in their poop. And it's like, all right, that's not so bad a job. It's like pandas are cute. Yeah. But then I feel like everyone wants all the good animals. And then you're stuck with like the people that study the, like the naked shrew rat of the desert. And you're like, hmm, yeah, all they do is jerk off in a hole. I don't want to watch that. But people are totally jazzed by that. Like those people are all about those shrew rats or I don't no, know anything right. about them, but. I think I made them up. Okay. But all I mean to say like is that Pokemon. something moves for everyone. <laughs> Like there's an animal for everyone. I Dude, think my but son... no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Speaking of like areas of study, do you want to remind our listeners like what kind <laughs> of science you do, Sarah? Sure. I actually um, switched my my job fairly recently, so I oh, am cool. <laughs> now I'm an I work in oncology, so that's cancer research. Ooh, that's cool. That's amazing. We do you yeah. like look at brains or something? Not brains, <laughs> but tumors. But but actually, it is. So I could I could p- potentially look at tumors that come from brains. But usually, my company is interested in breast tumors and lung tumors, oh, and. Cool. Because I'm an immunologist, I'm interested in, and that's, you know, your body's immune system and, and how they fight off infection, but within Mm -hmm. a tumor and within cancer, your immune system's broken. It doesn't respond the way it should um, because it's getting overstimulated by the cancer and the cancer is clever. It sort of trains your immune system to say, oh no, I'm supposed to, nothing to see here. Move along, move along. I'm supposed Um, to be doing this. Exactly. 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 And your immune system can't be constantly responding to it. So um, part of what I'm trying to figure out is how to get the immune system to respond the way it should when it encounters a tumor in a way that it hasn't been before. So you have to like pay attention to how the body talks to cancer. Exactly. You have to figure out how shitty cancer is tricking the body. You have to figure out its nefarious tricks and and, and lies that's exactly that's really weird and cool exactly and because where I'm an expert is very particular and right now it's a really hot area so there's a lot of competition so I need to try to get there before all the other companies so I can make money for my company oh yeah and get rid of the tombs well actually that's the biggest thing right I mean because people are dying um and you know I heard speaking of breast tumors because this is a comedy podcast um i heard a lot of people psa oh we could put the psa thing in here and now for a blunt letters psa i heard a lot more young women are getting breast cancer because they're putting their phones in their boobies in their bras in their bras yeah and they're putting it right next to their bra and then it's like they're they're like unheard of to see girls getting cancer at like 20 in their breasts and now it's happening like a bunch 
and doctors yeah, I, were like holy shit like this doesn't happen to women in, in, like till their 40s and all of a sudden all these young women were coming in with breast cancer tumors right where their bra was too there was like right where you would put your fucking phone in your bra and i used to do it before i saw that and i was like hell no that's a dumb thing why did i think that was a good idea <laughs> unless you got a ferret cage in your boob cage don't do it well, I feel like as women, we put a lot of stuff in our bras to like hold stuff. Especially. Yeah, they need to make dresses with pockets. That's yeah, all. there needs to be yeah. more fucking pockets because it'll cure cancer in your boobs, assholes. Bum, 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 bum. I won't cure it, but it'll maybe help with it. So anyway, it's not crazy, though. There was like an alarming rate of young women getting breast cancer from phones. Yeah, I haven't read that data. That's interesting. I should look into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, totally Google it. But I saw that and I was like, what? And then they were like, there was a bra that they were actually making that had like a little place for your fucking phone. And this doctor was trying to get it taken off the market and was like, please do not put that on the market. Yeah. Well, I think even moreover, we don't know what constant exposure to electromagnetic rays from phones in general are. And I know I carry mine all the time and okay, I don't carry it in my bra, but I do have it on me. Well, they said you should always put... um, at least fabric between you and your phone mm. yeah it's always in my back pocket and then they do make those cases that's that just... are like they don't emit that shit and but they're super expensive but you know that's why Cheaper i talk cancer on... yeah exactly exactly and i uh i don't talk on i also hear okay so i'm totally paranoid about everything yeah and i think cell phones are going to give you cancer and tumors and tumors and um because i knew someone who got a tumor from using a bluetooth i swear to god i don't know if it's proven but i he started using it constantly and then got a tumor and i was like that's weird man it's benign didn't like kill him but i was like that's weird take that fucking bluetooth off your goddamn face once in a while so uh i think it's it's scary to have that shit right next to my face for a long time so when i talk i they and i read an article again i i'll look for it and we'll link in the show notes that they're like it's healthier to uh not put the phone to your face and talk on a speakerphone or talk with your headphones because you're not putting the fucking cancer right to your face and again you think about it and you're like yeah don't put the fucking cancer to your face but you know you don't think about it and then you spend all day on the phone and then it's like oh my god so yeah i always talk on speakerphone or headphones. I don't put that shit to my, unless it's like 10 seconds and you're just like, hey mom, they don't have the ice cream you want because you want fucking bubblegum raspberry. And that was made in 1957 and never made ever again. It's like, if it's that kind of phone call, <clears throat> yeah. I'll put it I'll put it to my face. Although I push shit with that speakerphone because it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> well, do they have peanut butter, mint chip? No, that's not a thing. Do they have orange sherbet with, la- no. Pick a normal flavor. That's me on that's me on the phone with my 80-year-old mother. She likes weird stuff. Sorry, I was just trying to lighten it after the tumor talk. Um, <laughs> Thanks for your service. Yeah, I was like, let's just bring this back around to comedy. Sorry, but that was kind of my fault. No, no but, and we want to know what you though? study, man. Like that's And it important. is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's obviously work. shit I'm reading about already and being like, don't put that near my boob. Don't put that near my butt. Don't put that near my ear. It's like. Plus, everyone knows somebody who's been affected by cancer. Everyone. I mean, right? Everyone. Right. It's an epidemic. It yeah. is? Yeah. I'm like so fascinated. I'm like, oh, sometimes we're like, we should have a serious podcast where we want to just keep asking people questions that are serious. But then I start breaking into shit about ice cream. So it's like, we can't make up our mind. Our brand is all over the place. Sorry, listeners. Not sorry. 
We're going to do more science and science fiction. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. That's right. We're changing our brand. Yeah, we're going actually full on science because we just talk about it so much. Anyway. And anyway. Yeah. And there are most popular episodes are all the science and all the scientists. I'm moving back to the Bay. I'm crazy charming and I'm highly attracted to scientists. So I'm sure I will make some friends who are more scientists. Oh, absolutely. I kind of want to rekindle my friendship with this weird guy because he worked on dark matter exploring dark matter dude i freaking love dark matter i know and we had the i have no idea what that is (gasps) omg michaela can you i'm a biologist like dark matter is like uh it's just this thing they discovered that's like essentially the space between space where they thought there was nothing but now they're like oh there's some shit there it's dark it makes my head do that yeah exactly me too and then i would just sit here listening to this fucking nerd talk about it at my job for hours and they'd be like tell me more of your studies it's like they measured space and they were like something's not adding up there has to be another thing yeah so they called that dark matter yeah it's just one of those things a theoretical thing that they're like we don't know what it is so it's something though it might be gravity but they don't know they don't know yet. So the he was gravitron. he was like you trying to figure out a mystery of the universe. He was trying to be like, what are you, Doc Mata? What are you? So Yeah. Anywho. It, it's everywhere. I have scientist friends that live out in the bay too. <gasps> what? what? We gotta meet him. Let's have a science party. Holy crap. <laughs> we can do that. I mean, I think it's gonna happen anyway. We'll call it the science fair. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Because, yeah, we said we were even going to do videos of us making science projects and doing <laughs> science stuff together, you know, poorly, probably. probably dangerous. I know a lot of, like, fun kitchen biology projects. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about, right? There must we're going to hit you up. You know what I want to do? I want to make, Anytime. like, a ridiculously large volcano, one of those volcanoes with the baking soda. <laughs> of course but, like, you do. Of course but, you like, do. Like, maybe find, like, yeah like like we need a ladder <laughs> and like whoever's on that ladder better motherfucking run like oh, jugs sure. of, is it vinegar and baking soda is that what it is I can't it, remember. it can be but it, you can get more with uh lemon juice i think oh nobody ever talks about that but see vinegar's cheaper because let's be honest we're gonna need gallons of the shit for the volcano i'm talking about we're gonna get arrested they're gonna be like who flooded the downtown it's weird foam and i'm gonna be like <laughs> It dissipates pretty quickly. I'll be like, it's Mount Vesuvius. They're like, everything smells like pickles. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't do. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a pretty great volcano. God. Wait, could we make a volcano that actually spews out pickles? (laughs) Because then that would be the greatest invention of all times. Forget your cancer cure. Pickle (laughs) volcano coming soon to a story (laughs) for you. You know, I mean, certainly practically speaking, it's definitely better than whatever I'm working on. <laughs> Could feed the nation. <laughs> A healthy snack. <laughs> Fucking love pickles. Man. Me too. I really do. Same. Same. Oh. No one in my house likes pickles, which is actually what? Then I, But then I always have them. Good. Yeah, no well, one, you know, one eats your pickles. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we are like, we always had pickled shit in our house. Yeah, Jars I love of it. pickles so much. Let's talk about what are you drinking, Michaela? <laughs> eggs. I'm drinking raw eggs and ketchup. No. Oh, <laughs> so hardcore. Why'd I say that? Oh, hold on. I need to come down from that stupid joke. No, I'm drinking this. <laughs> I'm drinking the spicy Sarah. <gasps> I'm, uh, 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 I'm dabbing because that's cool. Um, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what episode or whatever was that from? Issue issue eight, I believe, because it's spicy Sarah. Because it's a spooky edition. I episode think. eight? No, the issue. This oh. is a drink ripped the from the letters. pages of the blunt letters hard copy. God, you are the worst co-editor. I'm just joking. It's from uh, issue eight. right? It's nice. right below the Phantom Cucumber, maybe? It's the same issue? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's Spicy Sarah, inspired by our friend, Scientist Sarah. And we drank them together. So it's vodka, little lime juice, sugar, water, ice, vodka. Sriracha. Did I say vodka? I had a bunch already. Yeah. Wait, lime yeah. juice, sugar, lime juice, water, sriracha. ice, sriracha, vodka. Oh yeah, I, I made a I made a video. Mm. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Uh, so yeah, in honor of our guest, I'm drinking this. It's not that spicy though, because I didn't want to like have heartburn. But that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Can of dry, <laughs> dry, <laughs> sparkling seltzer and lemon lime because I have a migraine and I'm oh. boring and delicious. No, that's great. Thank you for being here under duress, man. It's cool. It's cool. I'm glad to be here. And yeah. um, I'm I'm glad I'm well hydrated because that yeah. helps with the migraine stuff. So. Yeah. I'll get drunk for the both of us. For the three of us because I'm also drinking. Oh, I'll get drunk for the three of us. What the a hell? Kombucha. I'm, I'm drinking a kombucha because I am getting over COVID. So that's my favorite kombucha uh, you can buy in the store. The Pink Lady specifically. Pink- Lady yes. Apple Health yes. Aid Kombucha. Health Aid Kombucha. That's actually it's so my good. literal I've never favorite. had kombucha. Oh, it's so good. What? You would like it because you like pickles. And yeah, if you like it pickles, tastes a little vinegar. You'll love pickle soda, okay. which is exactly what it tastes like. Um, uh, yeah, I can't believe you're drinking. Okay, so if we're not drinking the same thing. Yes. Right? Usually we make some sort of cocktail that's exactly the same or partially the same. On accident. Instead, you're just drinking my favorite store-bought kombucha <laughs> flavor. Not even like the brand, the actual flavor. It's like if you gave me, because that brand has like 6,000 flavors. Yeah, it does. I still pick the Pink Lady Apple, whatever that is, right? Yeah, that's Apple. what it is. Pink Lady Apple. It's just weird. And it's like, not only that, you live in California where there's 14 million different kinds of kombucha you could buy at any given time. Literally people throwing kombucha out of their windows at people being like, drink it, I'll hear you. <laughs> and you still picked my favorite kombucha you can get. It's not even the only flavor in the house. There's other flavors that's in the house. That's blowing my mind. I love that Aww. one. That's, that's the one that got me into kombucha. In fact, you should go get that one, Sarah. Okay. <clears throat> that was my gateway to kombucha. It's good. It's really yummy. It tastes mm-hmm. like sweet and light and delicious and juicy. Mm-hmm. Even though it's only 10% juice. The rest is just crazy ass weird shit. It's like a fermented tea. So it has like probiotics for my biome, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I fucking love that shit. So I make good. it myself, but I don't know what I'm supposed to. So I haven't been making it much because I, I drink it alone and you just, it's hard to make just a little bit of it. Cause you're just like, well, I don't know. It's just hard. And then I let my mother sit. And it is literally the thickness of a jar, like a mason jar. Oh my God. It's just one giant organism. And I've split it already. And I'm like, and it lived. It's like, you can split it. It's like in layers, but it's like, I have like 
literally I could make a hundred mothers out of this one mother. It's so big. And so I'm like, what do I do with this? Do I pack it and bring it to California? Like, what do I do with this? Like get a new one when I get out there. I mean, I would just break it down and bring part of it if you can. I don't know. It's can. worth it, right? This mother's been around since New York City. It's old. I mean, this I mother saw... has lived in more places than a lot of townies I know. <laughs> <laughs> that weird. This organism that I've carried around and drank its farty nectar from has lived in New York City or wherever it came from. I don't actually know. It came from the internet. So it could have been from like fucking Indonesia. Cool. Canada. I don't know. It could be from Texas. Who knows where it really grew up? And then it moved to New York City, then to Connecticut. Now it's going to California. It's like cross country specimen. I'm going to make my own kombucha and call it like, yeah, like cross country specimen. There you go. I wonder if it's going to change. No, the available taste. at the Blood Letters uh, website. What? I said, I, I don't know if it'll change the taste like from one coast to the next. Because you know how people on what water say- you use. Yeah, because like people say that about pizza and, and uh, sourdough bread and stuff. Well, the sourdough's good out there, so I'm good. I know. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just wondering if it'll change at all. Uh, anyway, I love kombucha. Does looking at whole naked turkeys in your fridge freak you out? Yes. Mm, kind of. Do you become unable to look at the gaping crotch cavity in your chicken for dinner? A little bit. It's kind of <laughs> vaginal, I have to say. Does the exposed, pale, bumped skin make you feel like a serial killer? Absolutely. Toots. My goats. Well, we have the solution. Being a vegetarian? What? No. Poultry pants. Oh, that's right. Of course. Tiny pants for your whole bird dilemma. Tiny pants for your bird dilemma? I mean... That's right. Just fit the stretchy, food-safe, edible fabric over the thighs and legs of your bird. We use our patented hot pants made of non-dairy cheese to remove the awkward fridge and oven moments. May contain dairy. Okay. What about shirts, you ask? Uh, no, I uh, wasn't no. thinking shirts. That's right. We have them, too. Stay decent to Thanksgiving. We put the hot in hot pants. Did you dress this turkey? Yeah, and I stuffed it, too. Zing! Poultry pants is not responsible for you becoming more attracted to clothed poultry and awakening inside of yourself that you hate. Pants may increase blood pressure and desiring people prone to nugget allergies and feather aversions. Do not use if currently lactating or possessed. Buy your poultry pants today! Stop looking at the chicken pussy. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast. We have one of... Our most popular and my favorite. Let me tell you about this movie. 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 So we, having a scientist, decided to ask her what she liked to watch as far as science fiction goes. And her answer of many, I'm not just saying this is the only thing, but... Doctor Who, which me and Electric know almost nothing about. Nothing. Nothing. I, except that he was one of the doctors was in Harry Potter briefly. Yes. Yep. David uh, Tennant. Yeah. And I watched Torchwood in its entirety, not knowing it had anything to do with <laughs> Doctor Who and enjoyed it immensely. So I don't know. I don't know why I haven't given Doctor Who a chance. So I think I'm overwhelmed by it, which we'll talk about. But first. That's fair. Why do you like Doctor Who? 
so I think I love Doctor Who because it's crazy, sometimes frenetic, and a lot of it doesn't make sense, but then it ultimately does. So I should say that a lot of people who would hear me talk about Doctor Who will say I'm not a true fan because I started watching it in the newer season that came out in 2005 with Christopher Eccleston. Okay, nice. I heard Um, a lot of people started watching it when the revamp happened. Yeah, I was one of those people. And my husband was a huge Doctor Who fan, like from back back in the day. So he watched a lot of the very old England because he's sure. from right? there, yeah. right? 1800s, yes, right? he is. Because everyone he's... from England is from the 1800s. <laughs> Matt is, is definitely right? from the 1800s. But you know, I couldn't find Doctor Who for a long time, why, or I would randomly see it. It's all time warp over there. That's what what I. That's why he's British, right? Right. Everyone watches Doctor Who in the UK. I don't know if everyone does, but I think it's popular. Um, it is part of the culture. There, the TARDIS is Doctor Who's um, spaceship time machine. And I think it's time and relative dimension and space vehicle. And mm-hmm. I probably got that wrong. You're going to have people calling and saying, that's not what TARDIS <clears throat> stands for. So I'm sorry. And we'll be like, how did you get this number? It doesn't even exist. <laughs> we'll be yeah, like, thanks for calling. So, so the TARDIS is... How did you get my forever? <laughs> if you ever see Doctor Who's depicted with the the phone booth, the police call yeah. box. Oh yeah, um, the and blue that's one. the spaceship. Yeah, it's different from machine. the red one because it's a time machine, right? Or it's police call box instead of a phone <laughs> booth, I should say. So it's because it's just for police. Oh okay. Is he a so cop? He's a cop. <laughs> no, he, he's a doctor. Okay. <laughs> the only time we can say anything in unison, we'll try for hours to be like, welcome to the blood letters. But we're both like, oh, so he's a pig. Fucking cop. End of story. Anyway, no, not on. at all. Not at all. About this thing, not about cops. Okay, so he's cool. a doctor who stole a cop's house. That's cool. Got um, it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a time lord, actually. Wow. Boner. Okay. <laughs> or now she's the- a time lord. It's um, a time lord. Ooh, record a time lord. scratch. Wait, it could, it be, could be any gender person. Yeah, so the Doctor Who is gets regenerated um, mm-hmm. when when they die, and they can get regenerated as anything. They can take on any form. I heard it's finally a hot black guy, which is uh, yes, it one is. Of my yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Can't wait. Now maybe I'll watch. See, there you go. It's been a, a lot of. I've, I've really enjoyed some of the um all i'm saying is this is the best looking doctor who i've ever seen yeah. the new guy right he's he's a good looking doctor who i don't know i really like a lot of them matt smith is really good looking i was a fan of christopher eccleston too i'm gonna have to google so. this but yeah i like that guy i know who you're talking about because i've seen him in other stuff and i like him but i don't have the hots for him like i do this new doctor who i think that's why i want to know about it because i'm like can i like a doctor who now without it just seeming like i like the new doctor who you know I think saying? you can, but it might you're take right. you People are going to hate me. People are going to hate me. They're like, you should start watching it because you're a liberal snowflake that makes everybody have fucking multicultural characters and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, that's me. I for am sure. ruining everything for you. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I reject that. I totally reject that. If you want to be a fan, be a fan. And if you watch it, it's not your bag. That's okay, too. I'm um, trying. 
yeah. I think I got to skip ahead in 2005. I think I, like you said, like there's the old school people who like probably grew up. I mean, I grew up with it. It came out what, in the seventies or the, or earlier. I think it came out in the sixties. Whoa. Whoa. Well, see, now that makes sense. It's been around since the sixties. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm not for sure, but I, I think so. I think like early sixties potentially, but I could be getting that confused with something else, but I believe it is the sixties. So what happened in 2005 that everybody wanted to see it again or like, it came back with a really hot doctor who like Christopher Eccleston is a pretty good looking English actor, oh. or at least in my estimation, he's pretty good looking. And He's well, also, got I got a think big nose. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that? I think mm-hmm. that um, it also like just didn't look like shit anymore. Like I said, like I could never get past the bad production. And now that you say it's the 60s, I think that I was so distracted by it. And I knew it was from this the early, you know, I was like, I know this, they're doing their best, but I just couldn't get into it. And I think I could go to 2005 and not be distracted by the production value of the BBC in the 1960s. It's a bit so. much. It's a bit much. I'm not wrong, right? It's like watching a bad like high school play. No, it's time. really bad. You can okay, see cool. all the stuff. Yeah. And, and it has like some much. really cool standalone episodes, though, that I think mm-hmm. you'll totally dig with guest stars and such. Hmm. Like best of Doctor Who kind of stuff. Was Eartha Kit ever on it? Because I love Eartha Kit. Maybe. I have no idea. But Carrie, the one that's married to the guy from Mumford and Sons was in one that was really good with david tennant when he was doctor who that's more recent though right yeah that was probably 2008 or 9 i don't know though it's hard to tell mumford and sons because they could be from the 1800s i know i was like for is sure that from a, <laughs> is, that, is that a recent band or is that an old thing it's mumford so hard to tell sons. with those guys yeah, they're fucking yeah. washboards and they're yodeling i don't know what they sound like actually i heard that <laughs> one song and i hated it so oh, i kind of like them oh really <laughs> i love you no, you're right because you know they do. They, I will give them this. I'll get their shit stuck in my head, and I'm like, and well, they sound. It's they do it's cool catchy. things with their songs. I mean, I I don't love them. I don't go to their concerts. Yes, but you do. If I hear their you have song. a t-shirt of them, and you wear it every day, and everyone's like, "Could you please not wear that to work? It's hideous and smells bad because you wear it every day and you don't even wash it because that lead singer touched it." And you're like, "I don't care. I love Mumford and Sons." <laughs> I know that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> me and I'm my little trying, lion man you're such a liar <sighs> scientists are liars they love mumford and sons wait I'm this guy, i want to see how hot this guy is because maybe i'm wrong because maybe a young 2004 one should have what given christopher me. eccleston i thought he was totally hot i'm just too drunk to um ooh, ooh. let's see if this works eccleston 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 oh that guy was doctor who mm-hmm I know him. He was in um, fucking The Stand and all kinds of shit. And 28 Days Later. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited to see the new (laughs) hot Doctor Who. What about 28 Days Later? No, he's a great actor. I fucking love him. I totally not my type so yeah i I, know this guy i like him eccleston if you it's like everyone has a type it's just that's no i like gangly (laughs) i also like other i love it yeah Yeah, you like a gangly englishman i do (laughs) and that there's nothing wrong with that i'm just like oh that's that's why it didn't pull me in i'm not trying to be judgmental he's one he's a great you're right he's this dude's awesome i've seen him in a million things He's good with a beard. What did I just see him with the beard? Oh my God, he's in The Leftovers. Oh. And I love that show. I've seen it in its entirety twice now because I made my mom watch it because I'm like, no, this shit's amazing. And she was like, it is. He's amazing. I read the book. I haven't 
watched it. Look, him, I'm gonna show you him with a beard's hotter. See, I could I could get with that. I like a man with a beard. Oh, okay. See, I could I could fuck with that. But so um, he looks old now. Yeah. Well, see, he's okay, but uh, 17 years ago. Oh, oh right. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to look at young Eccleson. I got so many questions about Doctor Who. Okay, okay so I keep going. I'm all about the eye candy here. Okay, so okay. why are there different doctors? Like, there's not just one? Is it like a team? It's regenerated, think, right? So, yeah, so every, in, within an episode, there will be one doctor, typically. I think there might be an example where he's gone back in time and seen himself. But essentially, there's one doctor, um, and there are different doctors. And I think it's essentially because it's a convenient way to keep the show going when someone's contract is up. And they don't want to I love anymore. it though. No way. I think it's cool though. That's one of the only things I liked about it is that it keeps going. So they like turn into each other. Like you, one day he's one person, the next day he wakes up. It's as like, was else. it like your soul? Like, your yeah, soul he like gets regenerated by a power in the TARDIS, which is able cool. to regenerate him. And right last season, it was, or this season, it's Jodie Whittaker, who's a woman. She was the first female. I saw um, that Doctor Who, Ooh. which I was totally down with. Um, yeah, she's a really yeah. good actor. Ooh, and yeah, so do they have to die okay. in order to be regenerated? Yes, they have to to die or decide to regenerate for what one reason or the other. But usually, I think it's because they're dead. Has the Doctor Who's ever been like, I hate this fucking body, bye, plant, and then just like been like, I'm a lady now. This is awesome. Or like, I don't think so. Oh. Do they do they remember their past lives? That's a good question. I believe so. <laughs> but I'm not okay. positive. But I think so. I think so. I should okay. know this because I've seen it enough. And I think so. <laughs> we're so we're so many good. All right. So you just all right. So but you're still telling us why you like it. So like we're still we're just so inquisitive. Yeah, I just want to yeah. know more. But, but so I like us. it because it's totally escapist, because it's mm-hmm. like they create new worlds, they have amazing um villains. Mm. or characters or creatures and a lot of the time the creatures look really scary but they're misunderstood what's scary like inside out or something or Or it's one and i can't remember the name of the i probably i probably should have studied before i came on because now i can't remember anything no 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 pressure no (laughs) like covid brain right um they have the this giant head that like this all-seeing giant head that would be kind of scary no yeah what do you mean kind of if somebody kind of, has an even yo, slightly large head, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, if you, if if any of us turned, or if if either of us looked into the zoom <laughs> and saw a giant head behind ourselves, we would shit our pants right now. Hundred percent. Oh, definitely. I would. I'd be like, I'm, oh my god, you guys see this giant but head? There's, there's like a a species of people that live underground and they look like lizards, and people oh, are afraid of well, them. But there's nothing to be afraid on, of. That's based on truth. That's no. real. There's nothing to be afraid of. They're just people. <laughs> oh, interesting. I mean, the Queen of England, Bing Bong, you know, 100 years, reptilian. She's not doing nothing. There you go. <laughs> Apparently nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> Regular. Okay, Regular. so they got the reptilians. I like that. So, but the major, like, villains are the Daleks and the Cybermen. Oh, and they are like terrifying. Robots? Yeah, the Cybermen are like Ooh, robots, okay. but they take parts from humans and... Oh, like it's cyborgs? really terrifying. Yeah. Ooh, Cybermen. Like the Borg. Like that. The, oh, the Borg ripped them off, huh? You think oh, people probably. out there are like, those fucking Borg from Star Trek are just fucking Doctor Who. Probably. 
Oh, Damn. I bet you're right. I bet they were like, oh, they're totally ripping off Doctor Who right now. And the Daleks are crazy. They look like salt shakers with like yeah. toilet plunger arms. I've seen them. <laughs> what? <clears throat> I've seen them. That's why I was like, aren't they some weird ass robots or something? Yeah. Yeah, the Dal- yeah they're super menacing. Well, that's because they were created in the 1960s on the like set of the this. BBC. They probably were literally toilet plungers. When they were first created it, spray painted silver. Mm-hmm. You're probably actually not wrong. Are they like sassy? Like uh exterminate. That's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like that um flight of the concords. Affirmative. That's true. <laughs> we no longer say yes, we say affirmative. The humans are dead. I like a lot of they they talk about societies and other planets and why they were successful or not. And usually it's something like this other society had a fatal flaw and that's why it fell apart. And the doctor is trying to find how to fix it. Oh, so he's a society doctor. He's not. So he is, or she, (laughs) it's so hard to explain the doctor. You kind of have to watch it. What the fuck is this society? I don't know. It's science fiction. It could be anything. So actually, actually (laughs) the doctor or the people that the doctor travels with, because the doctor travels with companions, they do tend to fix the ills of wherever they end up. See? Awesome. I'm not so. laughing at you. It's like I'm laughing with you at the okay. idea of it. It's yeah, it's, it's hard. I want to become a society. In. By the way, I would like to apply to become a society doctor. I did not know that was on the table. Um, that sounds awesome. And and if I carries- can help the ills of society by just getting in a fucking phone booth I stole from the pigs, I mean. <laughs> with a sonic I mean, screwdriver. You need a sonic with screwdriver. With a sonic screwdriver. That too. Yep, that too. <laughs> what is a sonic screwdriver? Exactly. That's it. It's this little thing that the doctor goes and it's he's like, like Oh yes, this is what's wrong. I know what's happening here. And he knows just what to do. Oh my gosh, that's so helpful. Dude, what came first, Star Trek or Doctor Who? I'm like curious right now. Um, I don't know. Me neither. Because I feel like that this is I'll like be the Googler. Neck. Is it just but I like Star Trek too? That's what I mean. Was it just in the air? They were just like, oh, this we're all just going to have the same ideas. It's crazy. I feel like because there was the space race, a lot of people started thinking about space and stuff. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's like all these ideas where it's like, oh, that's in Doctor Who. And it's just the great head of id or something like that. The great head of. Anyway, I don't remember. So interesting. Science fiction, I guess. It's like there's only so many ideas, I suppose. But it's just interesting. It's like, oh, that sounds like this. That sounds like that. Like, when did that come out with Doctor Who? I only think that Doctor Who came out first because it was in black and white. Mm. But did the English people have color? It was so old. It was so old. Okay. Star Trek came out in 1966. I'm Googling when did Doctor Who come out. It came out in 1963. So Doctor Who was three years before Star Trek. That's what I'm saying. Did I say? I think I said 1963. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I think so I remembered like, something. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, good job. That wasn't about innate immunology. So for me, that's a total win. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> on this podcast, that's more important. Like I said, mm-hmm. uh, I was gonna say banana volcano, which I'm expanding pickle <laughs> slash banana volcano, and Everyone whatever you just that. said, much more important than what you're doing. Um, <laughs> you know. That's impressive. So like Doctor Who really was on the forefront of science fiction on television. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, right. way to go. All right, all, right. all right, let's keep talking about Doctor Who. Is there right. anything we missed about Wait, him? Wait, I want to know about the time travel <laughs> aspect because that's what's really yeah. Hook oh me yeah, in. that's a big thing we missed. Because he can go forward or back in time with his time machine, the TARDIS. Hogwash, impossible. Yeah. And impossible. you know what's the best thing yeah. about it is it's larger <laughs> on the inside, so he that's goes what they in. All say. That's well, what they all say. Well, the TARDIS really is. Mm-hmm. Like Mary Poppins' mm-hmm. purse. Oh, totally. But I've never been inside Mary Poppins' purse, to be fair. Like, I've never really seen the inside. You've been inside the Tardos? Well, not in real life, but like... Okay. They don't show you the inside Wait, of the have purse. you stolen yeah. a cop's phone booth? To be fair, no. Just I've blink never... once if yes, blink twice if no. I've never even been inside one. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it's like, I've never even seen one in London england or ever yeah really i heard they got rid of a lot of them because it was like oh that's right they took the last one away remember and everyone was like boo-hooing about it didn't that just happen i don't know i'll look it up because the police call box versus the phone oh right we're talking just about the red ones stupid red ones it can still be found throughout london according to this thing from 2021 so the red ones are available there's probably no phones in them there's just Probably a picture not. that says, wah, wah. We don't Honestly, have guns anyway, mate. <laughs> That's <gross>. Australia. <laughs> it is. And they totally have guns now. They totally have guns. I'm just being an idiot. People uh, be like, London cops have fucking guns. Don't be stupid. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Not. They don't really carry them. They have, like, specific said that, armed like, units. Yeah. They're like, they there's cops with guns when they need them, essentially. It's just not mm-hmm. like every highway idiot who's giving out tickets has one. Like, they do. God, no. Them. No, no, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. Okay, answer. There's 13 police call boxes left. None of them work. They just <laughs> did it because they they did it for the Doctor Who people. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Doctor Who is like a big rock star thing in in the UK. It's, he's I like a, he's like Elvis. It seems like it, right? Maybe I mean, bigger than Elvis. Good, because I don't really fucking like Elvis. See I what love, I mean? Well, because he stole all the music and appropriated it and got a lot of money. Um, there's that, and like the fact that a lot of his music just kind of makes me bored. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really like him, I guess. It never okay. he's all right, but like yeah, I don't like the whole thing like stealing from black people and then just buying him a car and shit. It's weird. Yeah, I just mean he's an icon. No, like, no, no, I know. Like Doctor Who is for the English or the UK, the British. That's I don't know right. what the preferred language is for the the Britons. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on who you ask. My husband will say he's English because he's from England. Right, but it includes Scotland too, right? Well, he doesn't include Scotland because Scotland includes Scotland. Scotland would probably say I'm Scottish and not I'm British. Who's British then? Yeah, who's just the Queen? Just (laughs) the Queen. I think so. And I think even people from Wales are like And Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle's American. Oh, she's Canadian now. Wait, where's oh. she in LA? She's in Malibu. I don't know what she is anymore. She's a woman of the world. Yeah, she got like she England the hot doesn't prince. like her. I heard. I heard. Yeah, like, well, there. Mm, there's lots of reasons why they don't like her. She's deformed. She's a woman of color. And she I almost thought prince. you said she said she's deformed. I'm like, her forehead <laughs> isn't that big. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I have a seven head. I mean, five head. See, officially five head. There's Whoa. no way. Oh, yeah. most scientists uh, no, we know actually cute. have bigger heads than my partner. Literally, 
literally has a seven head and i'm like I'm ta- i mean maybe i'm talking my fingers and he's a ginormous human being but like i literally could put like that right am i you know him Val. that dude yeah. was born with it too like the pictures of him as a baby it's just like this much forehead and then this much um afro. hair and it's he's the not a scientist though but a lot of the scientists i know all the scientists i know have big foreheads he's like maybe one I, I would have bangs but they'd be curly and that looks weird because it would just be like yeah no you're not wrong no the big forehead's a good thing that's what i was saying i was just like thanks yeah Yeah. one of the doctor who's has a giant forehead too oh see it's a good i'm into it yeah no one like i said this one i am like thoroughly into it. no the one before the lady i can't remember his name peter something Did the lady have uh, bangs? Because she might have been hiding something. Exactly. That's true. I don't think so, Jodie Whitaker. Maybe she did. I think that I just defended bald people today too and like balding people. And I think it's because they just honestly have an extended forehead. I think it's hot. Mm. Like Captain Picard, his forehead just goes back to like behind his ears. And I'm like, <laughs> see, you're just so hot right now. He just is though. That's what I mean. It's Patrick like Stewart just it. is. He wasn't he's like also another, British. Another was, British. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate. Listen, I have my British crushes. You know, I for until I found out he was a DJ <laughs> and heard him talk too much. I like Idris Elba. I love very him. much. Last thoughts on Doctor Who? Yeah, I think. Well, you know, I think you should give it a chance if you like sci-fi. If the idea of traveling to other worlds is exciting, it is give it a chance. Okay, all right. I'll start in two thousand five. I mean, some of them, but okay, I'm just going to tell you this. So Rose is, a, I find Rose to be really annoying and she's a character, mm-hmm. like a main character. In the she's beginning. a companion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But you know, some so people deal really with her. like her. Some people really like her, but I found her to okay. be really annoying. <clears throat> All right. Fuck Rose. Watch Doctor Who. We all know how easy it is to tear a hole in the space-time continuum. Oh, Oops. Honey, not again. Yeah, Avia. All the whales are gone. The whales? No! Has this ever happened to you? Have you Peter Parkered a whole multiverse of problems into existence? I made casual sharding a thing. I brought about a reality where overalls are sexy as fuck. I accidentally opened a wormhole to an event horizon that's slowly sucking our entire galaxy into a black hole. Don't any of you worry, because we here at Fopocalypse Enterprises have a solution. Oh, thank God. We've created many apocalypses that you can detonate in your fucked up timeline that will destroy all you have done and turn the nightmare you created into a thing of the past. Whatever the hell that means. That's great. So we all just jump back to normal, right? Well, it depends on your definition of normal. And you. Wait, what? We here at Fopocalypse Enterprises know how hard it is to accept what you've done and would do anything to make it right. That's why we use... Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean anything? Anything? Using our patented tiny particle accelerator, you create a teeny-weeny implosion that collapses reality as you know it, merging Ooh. you with the closest parallel universe. Chip-chap. So we all die? Wait, we all die. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Yeah, good. Mm, not exactly what... Uh, what is dying, really? 
What? Uh, <laughs> Wait a the important thing is that the multiverse is balanced once again, and nobody will shart at my next birthday party without immense amounts of shame. Yeah, this reality does suck shit. Buy your apocalypse today and save countless people horrible suffering that you brought upon the planet. It's, it's just overalls. Fopocalypse Enterprises is a subsidiary of Phonies Incorporated, makers of the Fopology and the FOQ. Fopocalypse Enterprises is not responsible for accidental detonation at the wrong time, creating an even more mindfuck mega mess. Should not be used if your reality currently includes unicorns, insects larger than the average toddler, or Jesus' evil twin, Jerry. May leave a rash or rebirth mark from where you had alternate facial hair, mustard stains, or where something was being inserted at the time of detonation. Detonation should not be initiated if you are currently possessed or lactating. Call us today before it's too late or too early. Time is weird. Apocalypse! Welcome back to the Blunt Letters. We're back with another installment of Let Me Tell You About This Movie. It's Scientist Sarah. And we're talking a science movie today called The Happening. A loosely science-based movie. Very loosely. By director M. Night Shyamalan. And uh, very briefly, basically, there's this weird-ass thing that happens in the happening. In the happening, something happens, and they don't know what's happening. They don't know what's happening, but everybody starts to kill themselves around (laughs) parks. And then uh, Mark Wahlberg... In big cities. It starts in big cities. In the Northeast, specifically. In parks. Like uh, New York, Philadelphia, Boston, and... Princeton and stuff like that and then people are like what's going on is it a terrorist attack is it whatever whatever and then the scientist Mark Wahlberg he's a teacher he's a science yeah, teacher wait 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 <laughs> let me stop you right there yeah okay he is a high school at best science teacher who he's is trying- at, maybe yeah. teaches AP science only because he asks his students have you read that New York Times article about yeah. bees and it's like who the fuck says that to a bunch of 17 year olds but okay so a- ap ap you know ap science maybe you'd be like you kids are super smart you read the new york times you bring it up all the time yeah that didn't happen are- in my ap classes but that's what i'm saying i was like <laughs> I waiting like for one. you to chime in they like, are in every- new york though i'm trying to think of who yeah, would be maybe. in your classes and were they like oh i was reading the hartford current about bees like no no I don't Nobody think that was a thing. AP anyway, he class. was a, he was kind of a dipshit science teacher. He was like, well, pretty much every science teacher I've ever had. What, what science teacher did you have that wasn't kind of a dipshit? Come on. Oh, I had the one that I had for AP bio was good. I mean, really? maybe that's why I'm a biologist. Who is it? Nish. Oh, see, I never had that person. I had so many shitty science teachers. It made me hate it. That's why I was like, I hate, but I hate it. I know sad but one of the things in the happening that I thought was interesting is like this teacher makes a comment about one of the students looks like yeah Mm -hmm. right off the bat first scene (laughs) you look perfect it's like you creep a perfect face (laughs) 
I'm yeah. like, I would have walked right out of there and gone to the principal's office, but like Marky Mark's trying to get in my underpants like a gap ad. And it's just years. so inappropriate. And I was like, yeah, what teacher like in the past 20 years would ever say that? That's so messed up. Also, we all know that even good looking teenagers think that they're pieces of shit. So you just totally fuck that kid up till college yeah. about his yeah. nose, you asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, same thought, same thought. That ain't funny. He's like, I'm just fucking with you. You'll be beautiful forever. And then the actually when I was I was, I was watching with my mother, of course, because you know, she loves M. Night Shyamalan. Of course, she loves Servant, the new shit with him. She's like, holy shit, this is I haven't watched mwah. it. Oh, mwah, mwah. it's one of the best things ever on television. It's really good. Not like this movie. Even she was just like, what the fuck? Oh, the principal walks in right after he says that weird shit. And he was like, uh oh, and he's hiding. And my mom's yeah. like, what's wrong with him? And I was like, I'd like to talk to you about the little boy that you're trying to have sex with. And my mom just starts <laughs> laughing. Has to be like, wait, so. Yeah, he She's hides like, really? from the principal. I was like, what is this weird teacher that insults children because they don't care about bees and then hides? Like playfully, coyly flirts with the hottest boy in class and then like hides from authority figures to fit in. And then is yeah. like, hey, class nothing i'm like you're a gross pedophile predator get out of the school system like ugh. yeah he like negs him with science i hate it yeah okay. it's weird That's it's a weird first, intro like, five minutes of the yeah movie. it's the first scene i have it we written better down. Move on. we better move on yeah it All was right. just wrong already wrong so yeah the the principal takes him down the way to be like oh yeah there's some kind of weird thing we have to send all the kids home and but the, they, but can I stop on this? This is the one moment where he's kind of redeemable to me because I write down, you get to the teachers meeting and it's all a bunch of white teachers, except for the pest, who is one of your favorite people in the world, John Leguizamo. I yeah. love him too. I love John Leguizamo. Yeah. Me too, because he he's awesome. I like him okay. I did not like the pest. But I was like, I appreciate that he walks in this room of like all white teachers and he's friends with the one person of color. He's like, hey, dude, what's up? He's like, I'm not hanging out with any of these other teachers, but me and you, we're going to, I'm going to take care of your child the day you die. It's yeah, like... they're best friends. They've been but best friends. If you look at that scene, it's all white teachers, except for him. And that's who Marky Mark's friends with. And in, I was like, that's why he survived. Is that real? Like, First that- of all, yeah, no. no. They were in New Philadelphia. York City. They were in no. Philadelphia. No, they weren't. They were in New York yes. City and then they go to Philadelphia. No, and they, they end were- up in the end in Philadelphia. No, they were in Philadelphia and then they're trying to get out to like New Jersey or somewhere like in the fucking no. like, middle nowhere. And then that one dude's trying to get to Princeton in New Jersey. So they leave Philadelphia. And they're like, it's happening in New York, but it hasn't happened here. I just watched it this afternoon. They're like, I- it's not happening here yet. They're in New York. They go to Penn Station. They get on a train to Philadelphia. You can get to Penn Station from Philadelphia really easily. But they start in New York and then they go to Philadelphia and they have to get off in New Jersey. They they have to get off in. No, they uh, get off in Pennsylvania. They get off in Filbert, Pennsylvania. That's right. That's right. On the way. And that's why Thingy ended up in Princeton. Yeah. No, he printed up in Princeton because he was going after his stupid ass bitch wife who was like, oh, that's oh, what I meant. The wife was in. There's something stupid happening. Oh, I'm going to go get the baby girl a fucking dollhouse in Princeton. That's more important. And that's why everyone died in that girl's family. Actually, I wrote yeah. that down. We're a fucking dollhouse in this economy. <laughs> what a waste of John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was stupid. But yeah, I thought it's because he's all about Philadelphia. That's where he's from. So he's all like, uh, Philly, uh. 
They definitely ended up in Philly. They, they start- end up in the middle of nowhere. They end no, up at the, the end of the movie. Bumpa. Yeah, because that's where it started. He gets his job back. She goes back to her school where she was from. Every single M. Sheminamalai movie takes place in Philadelphia. It's his thing. It's his like shtick. They're from Philly. And then they're like, wait, that's not happening here. It's happening in New York. And they're like, we better still get the fuck out of cities. This shit's happening in New York. And then as they're leaving Philadelphia, they're like, oh, fuck. Because that's why they're in Pennsylvania, because that's where Philadelphia is. Uh, they get. Yeah, I in- guess I thought they were in New York heading to somewhere outside of Philadelphia. I thought they were in New York headed to Philadelphia. No. Okay. They were in Philadelphia heading out outside of the city because the guy with the plants, the guy was like, it's happening in the cities. we got to get to where there's less people. And then they stop in the middle of nowhere. And then that one dude's trying to get to Princeton. So they're going up towards New Jersey to get to Princeton. But then they're like, fuck, we can't even get to Princeton. And then they're like, oh, we're stuck in Pennsylvania because we started in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, you're right. If they started in New York City. Sorry, I hate to be a hard ass but I'm a fucking nerd. If they started in New York City and then we're trying to get to New Jersey, they would not have had much of a problem. That takes like 25 minutes at most. But they got stuck in Pennsylvania because they started in Pennsylvania trying to get to Princeton. And you would get stuck in Pennsylvania if that happened to you. And then when they pointed a map of where they are, it's um more like Philadelphia to up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not stuck near New York City. They're stuck. Um, what the hell so yeah, why and, did it why is it also, so confusing I'm just, I'm, that i hate they, to be an asshole but like literally he talks about how every single fucking movie except for like old which is on an island is takes place in philadelphia that's where his servant takes place is philadelphia it's his thing that's where glass takes place and unbreakable takes place he's on a train coming from new york city to go back home to philadelphia but that's sorry it's one i'm like a nerd for this guy it's, it's really weird that we both thought that it takes place in New York, which means it's, it's very really poorly written. It's poorly because written. Because he's yeah. like, I'm on the phone with my mom telling her the stats of what how likely it is to happen in Philadelphia. Yeah, and, and it's because like, they're in Philadelphia and she's hearing about New York and she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And he's like, dude, mom, where I grew up, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where they're all from. Very weird. Yeah. Plus, I think I'm starting to recognize Philadelphia more through his fucking movies. I swear to God. I'm like, wow. oh, that's not New York. And I lived in New York City, so I'm like, that's not New York. That's like some weird Philadelphia shit. What the fuck, man? That just tripped me out. I was like so dead set. Like, no, it's not. No, it's That's not. why they're in Pennsylvania. Damn it. I just, I just figured it. they were on their way and they ended up. In- Same. Just, just no, to show how fucking confusing this goddamn movie is. Yeah. From the jump that you don't yeah. even know where it's set. It is weird because I thought they were in New York for a second too, but then I'm like, no, it's M. Night Shyamalan. And then I started listening and they were like, oh, no, no, no. They got to get out of Philly because it's hitting New York. And then it hit Boston and then it hit Philly and they were like, oh, shit. And then it hit Princeton. They're like, oh, shit. Because it started hitting smaller cities. Right, 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 right. It started hitting smaller, 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 smaller places where people. Yeah, it totally didn't make sense. It didn't look like New York architecture either because all the buildings were low and brick. Yeah, exactly. Like, See, how, you get the eye for that it. Is it, dude? Start watching his shit with the Philly eye, and you start being like, "Oh, that's Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia. That's not also." New York City. They yeah. say that they're evacuating New York on the news, which is also why I was like, "Oh, they're evacuating." Yeah, and that's what they're doing. They're leaving the city, so yeah. it's very confusing. It is. It is. But it's like even if you were trying to leave Philly to go up north, you'd or like you'd go to Princeton, you might go to Penn Station because Philadelphia so is not that far away. Dude, enter Zoe Deschanel. I was like, oh shit, I forgot you were in this movie. I wrote, 
fucking it was not good vehicle for her. Not. I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, is she one of the worst fucking actresses ever? I was like, has she been in anything good? She was on. Uh, she's a good TV actress. I feel like she was miscast a lot as like a mean girl, and she's not a mean girl. I liked Five Hundred Days of Summer. I feel like she was miscast in that too. I liked it because she's not a mean girl. I am never gonna watch that movie. You're gonna try again. There's what nothing else that she good. was in. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Okay, so she's never been in anything. Awesome. I can't remember what she's been in. She was exactly. on that TV show, The New Girl. That That's was not the- good. I what did you see? That. Yeah, who watches that? Seems awful. Know. Even I, I didn't watch it. it. The only time I thought of watching The New Girl is when I was watching Woke and found out that dude who's the star of Woke was in The New Girl and then looked at it and was like, That's not watching it. I'll just watch Woke twice. So, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, because he's hot and I like looking at him. So, yeah, I was like, just terrible. She's so two dimensional, but I think it was on purpose. Anyway, let's get to the science. Well, she just looked really like <sighs> the whole time. Her eyes were really yeah. wide and she was oh so damaged. So, the science, I don't really think there's any science in there. Like, there's nothing in our brains that prevents us from killing ourselves except for the fact that we're geared to want to preserve ourselves right and we willfully ignore things but it's not like if you if you took away neurotransmitters we would end up actively trying to kill ourselves it's just that unless you're very depressed what if (laughs) yeah is there something that would make you want to kill yourself uh despair i mean like chemically I don't think so. Other than I don't think so either. Because right? they talk about it being like a switch that gets flipped. The self-preservation yeah. instinct is like turned on its head. But that's not a thing. The no. self-preservation <laughs> instinct doesn't exist. So there is a self-preservation instinct. But if you took that away, you, you would just think. kill yourself. No, you, just you might not. You might maybe not. you'd take more risk. Exactly. You might just mm-hmm. be like, I let's see if this cliff's too high to jump off of. I don't know. Maybe. I don't care. And then you just jump off a cliff and you might die. But like you wouldn't just stick a knife in your fucking head. Yeah, you wouldn't be like, oh, right? let me see how I can end my life. You might be like, I'm going to eat this raw pork. Maybe it's good. You guys don't know. And it's like, whoa, that's not a good idea. Like, yeah, or just stop and then bang your head against a window until, yeah, no, I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, that was It's almost brutal. like to me, okay, so We'll just get to it because it's really this movie. We could just go on. Listen, I was like, this is a comedy. This must be on purpose. And <laughs> upon like further reading and then ret- looking at it, I watched it again this afternoon. Like I said, it does. Someone was like, this is him being funny and making like a B movie about how shitty we are to the environment. And once someone said that, I was like, holy shit. Because a lot, I feel like it's misunderstood a lot. Like it must be on purpose because I've seen his other shit and it's so good. Like especially Servant is so Hitchcockian. It's so well acted. It's so well done. And it's like, this is so bad on purpose. Like you said, with the wide-eyed heroine and all that. It's like when you put it in the context of him making fun of and doing a satire of B-movies about a monster, the blob, you know, the invaders uh... from outer space... 
then it all kind of comes together right like aren't you like oh shit when you watch it like that which i actually read after watching it again but i was like this actually starts to make sense that he was kind of doing an homage that just didn't hit right it definitely didn't he should (laughs) have because it it wasn't ridiculous enough it's almost like you should have done it in black and white and yeah yeah, and like gone way over the top or something because it's just like yeah i didn't quite get that but i kind of got it because i was like is this a comedy i remember watching the first time been like this must be a comedy I kind of and felt that is. with signs, but not with this one. And it is. And it is, but it's like, didn't quite get, but I was like, oh, I can appreciate it. But yeah, it was really bad. It's really pretty outrageously terrible. I like the I, trees want to kill us, though. That's I can't argue I don't that. blame them. Yeah. I mean, the part with the hippies, like being like, oh, it's the trees. It's the trees that are trying to kill us. And they're obsessed with hot dogs. There's like a really long conversation about hot dogs. It's funny. so weird. I was supposed to be the weird farmer guy. Like again, when like, so, okay, like I'm fucking crazy ass nerd. I know. But when you put it in the B movie context, something I also spent hours of my life watching, there's always like the crazy weird farmer hick guy who tries to help you out, but, in- but inevitably gets killed too and is obsessed with some weird, like there's the the wide-eyed heroine. There's the like earnest, like teacher guy, you know, like taking care of the little girl who's silent. Like, come on, what kids are silent in 2000, whatever, five even. It's like- that was a little 1950s girl if I ever met one. Yeah. Super traumatized. Right? And just silent. Like most children were told they had to be back then. Like it's it's like once I started to really put well, it in that lens. I, I, I like, see that shit. especially with the woman, the crazy woman living on that farm by herself with no electricity yeah. who's like smacking the hand of the child. That was really like. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I see that. Yeah. I just didn't think like it worked. Like Night of the Living Dead or something. Yeah. I feel like he could have laid it on thicker and I would have gotten it more. But it's like, ugh, it was only halfway there. There was a lot of misleading things with that lady because there's a part where she accuses them of like they're going to steal her stuff and murder her in her sleep. Exactly. And like there's a creepy doll and it's just like Mark Wahlberg being like, no, we're not going to do that. No, we're not. And it's like, what is this scene? Like it's just a total red herring. Nothing happens with that doll. That lady never they're not going to do anything to that lady. Like, it's just so weird. She just kills herself. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand that either. Oh. Yeah, that was bizarre. I didn't understand. <sighs> it was, I think it was supposed to be a commentary on how this woman was alone and she would have been safe, but then these people show up and it kind of like, the. I almost felt like this was like anti-civilization. Like how we talk about how these ancient civilizations maybe didn't like disappear or fall apart, but they literally were like, hey, civilization is fucking toxic and we're out of here. We're going back to smaller tribes, smaller communities. We all care about each other and like, uh, fuck the city. This is awful. Like, it's almost very like anti-city, anti-civilization kind of live out in the middle. Because if that little old lady never met those people, she would have been fine. Not really. No, because it's only when there was other people around you did the wind find you because you get angry. She was totally not angry until because the whole thing with the mood ring okay so there was the mood ring and it was all i didn't even vibes. pick up on this mood part so right now oh, I, I he's hear wearing a saying. mood ring he's wearing i know but i didn't ring. i didn't remember what was happening with the and mood it stays ring. blue the whole time oh because the like, plants feel your vibe. yeah they were like that's the thing like every time people got angry and would congregate and start arguing the wind would fucking punish them for being awful humans. But then Marky Mark with his wide-eyed girlfriend was all like, or wife was all like, what? 
You had tiramisu with another man. I forgive you. <laughs> it's like that. Those it's almost like the idiots reigned. It was like the meek are inheriting the earth because they're too dumb to be angry about anything. It's like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it was all the like sad. You could be. I was like, I wrote down fear equals a good vibe because you could just be scared and it's okay. But apathy was a bad vibe like eating hot dogs oh. and like they did a close-up with that hick dude like running over a whole bunch of plants and i was like oh there you go you ran over some daisies on the road it's like it's so right. silly but i think it was supposed to be like that like it's like oh the anger and like the toxicity of humanity is is what gets you killed and since these dudes were such good vibes they lived with his fucking mood ring and shit because he never sense. freaks out. He's always like, hey, guys, come on. Just yeah. chill out and let's go. And figure Don't it do out. that. Like, the only time that kids get murdered is by other people. And it's because they're, yeah. like, banging on the door. And mm-hmm. then he's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then they get shot. Then the they head. get shot. That was really fucked up. It yeah, was really I fucked up. That shit. I was like, why is this the only kill that's happening? Like, it's like actual homicide. It's not suicide or plants it's like he had to point out that people would still start killing each other right away yeah also why the fuck did the power go out that fast yeah that was weird too after living through an actual pandemic like the power be on for a while don't worry about that i didn't understand why the power went out either that shit is on computers not yeah Yeah. i was like what you think there's a person like being like power 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 for everyone Pushing the button for power. Push the button. It's like, no, it, there's a computer that makes sure the power's on. If it goes off, another computer takes over. And if that goes off, another computer calls someone and then a person shows up. Like, And it was just the Northeast where this happened. Like, yeah. It didn't even spread to like other states. I was like, Until it oh. did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Until it went. Because no one listened. To the I tree. should lock up the bicycle. I should lock up the bicycle. I should remember. Dude, my favorite part was that they were scared of the wind, but not the air they were breathing. I was like, listen, if it's in the wind. (laughs) No gas masks. They'd not heard about like things spreading from a high concentration to a low concentration. Like that's diffusion. Well, they're very, that is the scientific concept. Yeah. Yeah. That guy kept reciting oh the scientific God. method in so many scenes. And Did he's you, like, just give me a minute. Okay. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Sarah, in any part of your scientific actual life, not as a science teacher, because you're not, as a scientist, have you ever been like, just give me a second? I'm recalling the scientific method and like, like <laughs> doing that shit? Like, come on. What is yeah, that? no. That's no. the dumbest. I was like, this is the dumbest. He never, like, oh, hypothesis uh, uh, like I don't wait, even know. data collection no data wait, collection no no, no hypothesis no, no. Uh, the wind uh, no observation no. Uh, Trees. no come on my butthole no results wait. that was last week <laughs> um no that was a hot dude i had sex with in my classroom it's like jesus christ dude what are you talking about like he's coming up with the formula to save the world in that field because he's a science teacher i was like i hate everything about this scene and then yeah they're like here's what's weird too they were like okay they go out and like make out or whatever because they're so in love all of a sudden again and then it was like shows has like a time stamp and i was like it's weird because it was was over 
Well, I was like, did Marky Mark and Zoe Big Eyes fucking end the apocalypse for a second? Because the wind was like, oh, they would die for each other. Maybe all humans aren't bad. It's like that. It's like every other fucking science fiction movie where some stupid decision is like, oh, these two people have love. It's like they were about to get divorced like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And it was like these two are going to die now. Over Tiramisu. Like, don't. Don't and that's what happens. That's what happens when you bet all of humanity wind. If you're listening out there, wind and trees and grass or whatever the, <laughs> the fuck is killing us, go ahead. I don't give a shit. We've had our good run. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Don't go for the tiramisu heaters or whatever. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. This was the worst. This is the worst. Worst movie ever. And I love this guy. It wasn't the worst movie ever. The worst movie ever is Autumn in New York. In my opinion, it is with um, Winona Ryder and Richard Gere. It is, in my opinion, the worst movie ever. I hate Richard Gere with a serious unknown death. Yeah. So like watching it, I was (laughs) I was entertained and confused. So it's not like it was boring. It was just like, huh, (laughs) what is this movie doing? That's what I mean. Like, I kind of wish it pushed it further. Yeah, right? I feel like if it was going to be a comedy or Campy. whatever, it's Campier. like be more campy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And certainly it didn't make sense like from a science perspective. I mean, certainly plants do release hormones and ways to communicate with each other when they're stressed. But mm-hmm. um, as far as sufficient toxins to kill people like no from really far away not yet no. i mean who knows maybe they will so wait, but evolution you, takes a while if wow. is it possible that like okay so at one point he's like spitballing because you know he's the genius of the world but he does bring up how there's bacteria that is melting in the ice of places that haven't melted in billions of years so mm-hmm. theoretically could some organism that's living in this really old ice that was maybe from a jungle bazillion years ago right it's now trapped in ice it's released into 2022 do you think there's some way not necessarily like attacks angry people who don't have mood rings on but like do you Mm. think maybe that could be something that would infect a tree or some plant that would like infect us is that like release a spore because there's a lot of stuff in science fiction general there's spores it's not true and most of that is based in something true right i mean the hot zone is a essentially a true story what's the hot zone oh that's a great book it might even be a movie but it's wait a, i'm writing it i think down. it's about i think it's about ebola <gasps> i haven't read it in a while but i love you i haven't read it I'm in a while it. because I'm you're a nerd it. and you did read it that sounds great i've read it a lot it's older book um, <gasps> oh i'm excited I'm i think it was a movie notes. no i love that we love science books that's great and i think it w- was a movie with dennis dustin hoffman Ooh, I love Dustin Hoffman, on the other hand. He likes a lot of science stuff. And I think that you have to be a little smart to play a scientist. What do you think about that? Because you have to remember all this jargon. I can't even remember like four fucking things from like chemistry class, you know? It's fair, but often I don't remember the jargon either. (laughs) But with respect to bacteria and the ice infecting the plants. So I don't know. So theoretically, as a new bacteria, something our immune systems haven't been exposed to, certainly we would be more susceptible to whatever pathogen they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would wonder. Wiped out the dinosaurs. 
So I don't know that they were wiped out. They don't think they were wiped out by a bacteria because of the way that they went. So it looks like they were wiped out by one event and not by a bacteria. I know a comet or something. And the reason why is because it all happened within a similar time frame. And if it was an infection, it would be a lot faster than what it looks like with respect oh, to the fossil it would record. Be faster than Sorry, a slower, meteor? slower, slower. Oh, okay. That Sorry. was my, I was about to you trip on that the too. shit out of me. Sorry. I, I am like, now officially like it is, it is like two hours past my bedtime I'm right now. So I'm like booster shots. Oh, sorry. I know. And sometimes what happens is I just say the opposite of what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> so thank you for, for challenging me on that. I was like, um, so it would happen a little slower, but it, it could happen fairly fast, but it would probably happen on the order of months rather than days. Well, you wouldn't just jump off a building. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah, for being on the podcast and talking with us all about the science of Doctor Who and the happening and yeah. so much more. That's why we love talking to you because you can answer so many of our ridiculous That's why everyone questions. loves talking when we have the scientists. Yeah. We'll have to have you on more often because people keep asking. We can Like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Is your mom listening? Hey. <laughs> Mom. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, talk to you Bye. hopefully soon. Yeah. Yes. Bye. Yes. Have fun. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to, to the Blunt, Blunt Letters, Letters podcast. podcast. Check out our website at thebluntletters.com, our new home on the interwebs for all things Blunt Letters. You can find all the Blunt Letters podcast episodes. Check out our blog and buy back issues of the Blunt Letters zine. Plus, get in touch with us with any suggestions, questions, or leave us a voicemail to be featured in an episode. You can follow our daily adventures and videos on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Remember to like and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Cast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public to stay up to date on our new episodes. Wow, that's a lot. I know, right? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.